Welcome to Go Home Heat, an NXT podcast. My man, Justin, is here with me, and we are going to talk the greatest show on television, NXT. Right? Am I right about that? I got no problems with that classification. Okay, thank you, sir. Kyle O'Reilly starts this out. We have a character entitled Cool Hand Kyle. He winds up, eventually Cameron Grimes comes out and... Uh, lets him know about his multiple financial aspirations for the two of them and gets sucker punched for his troubles, which I didn't think was entirely fair. I know. Cameron did not come out there with bad intentions. No. He's coming out there trying to help you out, Kyle. Correct. Trying to give you that come up. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Buy you some new clothes. Now. Get your haircut. Right. Although. Stop wearing a mullet. Is Kyle Canadian? I don't know. He looks Canadian now because he, he's got a big ass mullet. But he, uh, he dresses Canadian. Yes, he dresses Canadian. It's not a Southern mullet. He doesn't look like a redneck. He looks like a Canadian. Yes, <laughs> I would agree with that. Now, he does imply that he's deciding whether or not to go for Gar- Gargano or Cross, and it feels like he wants Cross, which seems like a bad choice. Uh, for him, for us, I think it's really good. Yes. I think that's a great matchup. <laughs> yeah, for us. Um, yeah. Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight. Uh, Knight cuts that hallway promo thing. You like the way he does that? I like him. And his promo work is, is spectacular, dude. Yeah. Him just walking out. the You give that guy. I, you know, it almost seems like Chris Jericho kind of back in the day. We're going to give you, like, here's. You know, we'll give you the five seconds walk into the ring. Yeah. With the mic in your hand. I'll make something of that. Give me it. Right. Right. And I do think that you bring in an LA night in order to be you mainly because of Mike's skills. So not yeah. utilizing that in and in this show is not a, a Mike centric show. Mm-hmm. And they also try to get a lot of people work per episode so giving him that 30 seconds as he's walking to the ring to lay it down is, is a good way to get a, a good workaround you know yeah. he doesn't he doesn't get old no it's hitting you with the hitting you fast mm-hmm. boom right you know now i felt like this was a good matchup you like the match <clears throat> i did i did I, I even like the index stuff i don't even mind that index <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to this. Indy Hart. <coughs> Go ahead. I'm just saying. I love the ridiculousness of the way in this this little whole story angle. Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell. They are just hilarious together. They are very dysfunctional family. Hilarious. It's. I, I'm surprised. Yeah, and the rivalry between. Grimes and Loomis allowed for the Loomis character to become ridiculous at times in a good way, which mm-hmm. has opened the door for this whole thing and it doesn't feel out of touch at all. He and, and, and anyway, so he winds up getting distracted by her as she, I believe, I don't know that she puckered up for the kiss after the match, right? Yeah, that was after the match. He no, wa- he, he strikes. He walked back into the finisher right. and, and got pinned, but right. didn't seem too disturbed about it. 
No, and as she puckers up, uh, Theory, Theory and the rest of the way come down, grab her, and drag her away from him, which was interesting to me and great, right? It was funny, dude. It was well done. Right. Now, um, some... <laughs> Someday they'll kiss, Justin. This is like this is like uh, Cheers or um, Moonlighting. Oh, great reference! Moonlighting was a wonderful show. Yes, I heard they hated each other. Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce uh, Willis, baby. Yeah, I, th- I think they. I, I think Sybil. Let me rephrase that. I remember reading that Sybil Shepherd is not particularly fond of Bruce. I don't know I that. Can I can understand that. I've, I don't know that I've ever heard Bruce say one way or the other about Sybil. But, well, and I'm not saying this is why, but that show was kind of supposed to be a Sybil Shepherd vehicle, and it turned into God, Bruce Willis, who's charming and funny, and everybody loves Bruce Willis, and it's kind of rock, like, then he did Die Hard. Right, and he becomes the biggest star. The other thing is, too, like, even on screen, like, his job was literally to make fun of her every moment that he was on screen. Yeah. And, and you're just good at it. Right, and you don't think that bled into their relationship, just period, of him just being a jackass uh, all the time? Because Bruce yeah. is, Bruce is, anytime I've seen him off camera, he's a bit smug. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> which. He's got that little, that little high, that, the icock. He's got a little the rock in him. He's funny. A little the rock. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Okay, Ian Shirai, interview with Beth Phoenix. Um, the dog comes running across the table. Beth, it looks like Eo's going to go visit Evil for a little bit. She's going to go home probably. Yeah. She may not have been home in 300 days. She might. She probably has not been home since COVID started. And probably hadn't gone home before that. You never know how long it's been before you know, COVID set in that she'd gotten to go home. Right. Right. So God, the, that's got to suck. I feel bad for them. Yeah. That's terrible. Right. Now, she is supposedly coming back, which is great. And then, uh, uh, we have the little doggy Toto, or whatever she calls it. Uh, Frankie Monet's dog runs across the table, and Frankie volunteers out of the goodness of her heart to take Eo's place in the company for a little while. And uh, Eo chews her out in uh, Japanese, and then when asked to clarify... I think I heard Wear a Loka in there somewhere. Absolutely. And then when asked to clarify what she said, it was, I hate cats. No, I'm a cat person. I like cats. Yes. <laughs> I loved it, dude. Yeah. I loved it, yeah. and it was a it was the Lucha Underground callback, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Come on, man. Absolutely, and it and it whets your appetite for when EO comes back, and you get the program between those two. Oh, of course, of course. Now we have the grizzled young vets and Brizango who come out as the guards of the castle. <laughs> Marching around stiffly, Bucking, yeah, Buckingham Palace in the yeah. Buckingham Palace unis, and I, I thought the match was. Do you like the match? What was that? Did you like the match? I, I did. I like this match. I I thought the the girls with young veterans, oh, man, they're so good, dude. And Brizango, it's hard for them to have bad matches. Yeah, they're. But they're I, I, lo- I love the girls with young veterans as far as like tag team wrestling. Those dudes are so much fun to watch. Yes, and they go over with their ticket to mayhem, and it's the right call. And you know, like you said, the, the Brizango is in that perfect Roddy Strong style thing where they're, 
You could put them in the ring with anybody. They could make it look good. If something weird happens and you need to put a belt on somebody for a second while you reboot the division, which is what they did with them. And mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, one of the best kept secrets in wrestling right now is how good this tag team division is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we never see bad matches in this tag team division. Not in NXT tag team division, no. That's what I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was specifically yeah. saying NXT. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think I needed to clarify. (laughs) No. All right. Saray is greeted as she comes up. She's walking, approaching the performance center, and Regal is there. And lo and behold, Zoe Starks comes up and respectfully wants to have a bucket list bucket list match with Sarai, and she accepts the challenge. And Zoe and the Warrior of the Sun have a match, and I was a banger. What a match! Right? Dude, for two people that I don't even know if they've worked with each other before. They almost can't that have. Was, that was amazing, dude. Saray is a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And Zoe Stark is, is the future. Were, like, were you a little sh- were you a little shocked that Saray was given the go ahead to, to let me rephrase that. That Zoe was given the go-ahead to have that much offense? Yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was, you know, more realistic. I thought, you know, I, I was, like you, I was surprised that that was the one they selected. Because I'm like, man, Zoe Stark's on a roll. I don't think they'll let her get smashed here. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And But it, how much? I think be- because she's a smaller competitor, it's going to, you know, she kind of they kind of know she's going to have to, show that she's tough but then she comes back and she hits so hard and man the suplexes she's powerful too right but zoe is uh man she's something boy athletic strong agile uh just so so crisp in all of her things and like you said they probably haven't touched they probably haven't worked together and if they have it's been minimal and years ago and they come out here and do this and it really bodes well for Zoe going forward but of course like you said Zoe's kind of a bigger wrestler and not mm-hmm. she I mean they have some really big wrestlers in this division but she's uh you know a bit uh strong uh much taller and you allowed Sarai to tell the story that that's not going to be an issue by putting her in there with her mm-hmm. right out the chute and and absorbing punishment. I will show you how tough I am yeah. and then what I can go right. give back. Yeah, Sarai winds up going over, and now you with Frankie Monet being here, or the former Ty Valkyrie, with Sarai being here, with Zoe approaching, it's really amazing how much incredible talent this women's division has right now. Mm-hmm. You, you, know. you lose Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, and... You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Io Shirai's going to take a, you know take a couple months off. Cool. Yeah, doesn't matter. Now we have the cruiserweight division with Kushida and versus Oni Lorkin. He does an open challenge. Oni Oni uh, answers it, and Kushida's going barefoot here, ankles taped, MMA style. I was surprised by that. I was surprised by that. And we have a great match. We do. He slipped a couple times with the bare feet. Yeah, well, he'll get used to it. Probably hadn't done it in a little while. I thought he no. looked. I thought he looked great. I thought the. Uh, I loved it, dude. Yeah, he goes over, of course, and just 
Kushida doing, oh, of course, once it's over, Escobar's not done. Escobar comes down, and as he's kind of talking, the guys jump, jump, and then uh, his crew, Wild and Mendoza, Mendoza jump. And right before this beatdown really gets out of hand, we have MSK come down, and it looks like we're going to get some form of a six-man tag match between these six. I'm all in. I'm down. Yeah. There's no way that goes wrong. <laughs> I mean, uh-uh. goodness. Dude, come on. Well, we've seen. If we- I'm getting Kushida matches every week, I'm getting, I'm going to get this tag team match. Man, come on. This is just, yeah, awesome. Awesome. Life's good. Mm-hmm. Leon Ruff is not done with Swerve, which I think is a bad move on his part, but he gives a good little I'm ready to I'm ready to fight promo. Yeah. Yeah. And then then we move on to Imperium versus Everrise. Uh Imperium winds up winning very easily. Drake and Maverick try to do what they can to uh, that was not the story. The story was, you know, Drake came out there and hit Alexander Wolf and instead of like Killian Dane, who's already out there going into it with him, he just he pulls Drake back. Not attacking not attacking his old sanity teammate. Right. Right. So there's something going on there. Correct. With Alexander Wolf. And then if you notice too, after the match when they're all doing their Imperium thing in the ring. Eichner and uh, Bartell are cutting eyes at each other behind Alexander Wolf's back. Right. Right. This is the nuance. You know what's cool about nuance on this show? They'll do something sometimes with it. Actually gets, they actually pay, I was about to say, sometimes <laughs> they actually pay it off. Yes. Yes. Who is the hacker, Kevin? Uh, <laughs> It's still a secret. That's good. That's that's long term storytelling. That's long term storytelling. Like War and Peace, long term. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Indy. uh, Indy's getting the uh, the team life advice from uh, Candace there. Candace, right? As she's walking down the hallway, and of course, Candace, full of in the moment to giving the advice doesn't notice that Indy has seen Loomis through a doorway and stopped Candace walks up on Ember and Shotzi coming out of the locker room and she thinks she has somebody and Shotzi and Ember played it so well like not even alluding to the fact that there was nobody there as Candace thought there was until it was the moment to let her know she was by herself and then Candace slaps the drink on her and tries to run away you liked it and then she gets. I liked it. It was well. It was. It was just. That was actually funny. It was well done. It yes. was like, you know, campy humor, but it was well done. Right. They drag you know, her. They drag. Candace in there. She's great. Yeah. They drag her in the locker room, and then she winds up in a segment. A uh, segment or two later, she rolls up on the way, and she's beside herself with what's happened to her. They've stuck bubble gum on her shirt or whatever, and. Then Indy walks up and like I, I don't know what's going on or where you went, but I, you know I saw Loomis and he was great. And then I went and got us a tag team title match. With, so like, <laughs> and then the way is like, oh, had Gargano and Theory are like celebrating and they go off and she's just sitting there like, what, you know? Whereas, what? 
<laughs> it's just like they're so funny. Yeah, yeah. Dysfunctionally funny. Absolutely. Austin Theory is. is I don't know if he's a dope in real life, but he is. He's plays one well on TV. Dude, they all play their roles so well. You know, Johnny is so. That dude's hilarious. It's so funny. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just so well done. Okay, um, sorry. And Candace is a great, the straight person. A lot of the time, she's the one they play off of. I would think it's like so, that around the house, anyway. I would too. You know, I, Johnny. Johnny feels like a lot of us. I still collect my wrestling figures. I, I still like to watch it on TV all the time. I, ooh, that's a cool shirt. I'm gonna get that wrestling shirt. You know, everybody yeah. who's like. Like us, you know what I mean? He's 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 us, except he's also this incredible pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And she's just and she's she's also, by the way, obviously, incredible. Incredible pro wrestler. Absolutely. And so now for our main event of the evening, we have Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. New look, Tim Kyle O'Reilly. New song by oh. They have a new intro for the show altogether, which I thought was good. You'll never guess. I think that might be Poppy. What? Yes. Yeah, I think it might be Poppy. Yes. The NXT performer of the year. Poppy. Okay. Moving on. Kyle's new look, new song. You like him? I do. I do. It's fun. Cameron Grimes looks perfect. Uh, oh, there was a backstage segment where Ted DiBiase outbid him in the true rivalry. Oh, Go ahead. The greatest rivalry going on today is between Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase. It is. Would it be funny to you if the the character, and I'm just making this up, if the character that is actually outbidding him and doing these things to him were to be Junior? Oh, that would be funny. That would be pretty funny, and we could get a match. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I know. would love to see the Million Dollar Man though. Just one more time. It, it would without a there. correct without a match. Just have Not him, wrestling. But yeah, just laughing. But just have him like pay somebody else to beat up Cameron Grimes. Yeah, just laughing, right? Yeah, because that laugh is love just it. incredible. Okay, everybody's, everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Right, right. What did you think about the match? I love this match. Cameron Grimes, dude. There's a guy who does not put on bad matches. I'm telling you. If you want to wrestle somebody, it's going to make you look good. Wrestle Cameron Grimes. You know, you are so right. You were talking about, you were, you were speaking earlier about how Elias is hampered by his, on the other on the other podcast that we did earlier, how Elias is hampered by his character and how he's your favorite of the guitar characters that we've had in wrestling. And yet you have mm-hmm. a Cameron Grimes, and he isn't hampered by his character. You know what I mean? His character doesn't need a title to be in programs. And he his character doesn't have to go have a bad match because there's this weird stip where we're running to try to find a money bag or whatever. And even when mm-hmm. there are and even when there are weird stips like the crazy match he had with Loomis, he's able to do it in a way where he's terrified, he's scared. Oh yeah, by the way. He's got good hips, and he can still suplex you. He can still... Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and it doesn't hurt that Kyle O'Reilly's there, but what we'll be able to do here in these few minutes as a main event, we taught that you... That cool 
inverted slam, that weird spinning Spanish fly like slam he does. I don't get the so physics. Cool. Do you get the physics of that? <laughs> I, I I watch it over and over and over again, and I don't even want to. Well, I want it to stay. With, I don't want to watch it, and you know, I just love it. It looks so cool. Well, the other thing is too, it's done against a guy like Kyle O'Reilly. Okay, I get it. You're a little bigger than him. It makes sense. How does he do it with Bronson Reed? Yeah. And he does. Yeah. It, it's, Go watch it. He did it. Yeah, it's it's crazy, which which also tells you what an athlete Bronson Reed is as well, because I'm sure, like I said, I don't get the optics. I don't understand how it works. I just love it. But I'm sure the other guy has to be able to do something with him on it, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it is amazing. And we get the development, and we see who this version of Kyle O'Reilly is in a fight. Right, mm-hmm. because the other versions of Kyle O'Reilly we've seen in this company are the Undisputed Era heel version or the I'm incredibly angry, I want to drive you from my from this ring, this company, and from my life with Adam Cole, right? And now we're getting the other version of who Kyle O'Reilly is in the ring, and that is a fantastic pro wrestler. And uh-huh. And we got that too. I I love this match. I love the. Some people were critical of this match going on last. I didn't have a problem with it at all. You no. know, I, and I also really just had an easy time watching this episode. Oh yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention the little stare down before Kyle O'Reilly walked out. Ah, you're right. You're so right. With Cross, Cross is Cross yeah. is standing in the walkway between gorilla position in the back. And letting which which also alludes to the fact that we're getting a Kyle O'Reilly cross program, which is great. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great night of watching pro wrestling for Loved you, Just. Awesome. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Did you see the thing where Cross and uh, Cross volunteered to uh, end John Cena or retire John Cena? <laughs> I, hey, I'd love it. Oh yeah, I like what he wrote. It would be an honor, sir. Yeah, I love the way he's always so evilly polite to people. Mm-hmm. He always says like Mr. Balor or Mr. Lee, you know, Mr. O'Reilly, and, and it's just that dude is the, top notch to me. There is a professionalism to his hitman style. You know, it's almost like a pro hitman the way he goes through and systematically yeah. destroys a division or uh, an opponent. You know, it, it, there's nothing amateurish or disrespectful about the way he does things. It's no. just, it's just, I'm a killing machine and, you know, I've been pointed at you. You know what I mean? And, and I, I, I uh-huh. love, again, there's so many characters to really like on this television show. So, oh, for, dude, NXT and, and, dude, they just pack so much good stuff in such a small package every week. Every week. Right. Right. And you, and you get, each division is addressed. Multiple storylines are pushed. The uh, undercurrent storylines are pushed. It's just really well done every week. So for my man, Justin, for me, KP, this has been a Go Home Heat production. Check out our friends at the GIN Project, uh, the G-I-N-N project.com, and uh, go home. Go home.